Well, hello everybody. How's it going? Hope you guys are doing well. Welcome back to another little podcast that I have going on. I haven't actually recorded one of these in quite some time, so uh, you guys are going to have to uh, pardon me for my uh, my voice right now. I'm actually a little bit sick, a little under the weather. Uh, sometimes it happens to us. I actually rarely get sick. Uh, this is probably the first time I've actually gotten a cold in a few years, really. I got back from LA last night and was uh, feeling a little under the weather when I woke up this morning. And uh, yeah, so it is what it is. Um, this is going to be the third podcast that I've done. The first two were actually kind of me just telling my story and everything and I was going to really have I wanted to have another guest on or have a guest on I should say um but I haven't gotten around to it yet I have to really get everything formatted right I'm actually doing this in a program called Audacity I feels weird calling it that but I guess it's called Audacity as opposed to recording directly from Final Cut Pro and everything I guess this this is like the uh, legit way to do podcasts according to um, my good friend Brian Turner. So I decided to do one of these in this way for now. And uh, this isn't going to be nearly as long as my story videos. Those are like 45 minutes to an hour, or story podcast, I should say. But if you're new to this, this is all pretty much unscripted, raw, um, and straight from the heart, like always. And I wanted to talk about some things really after I just got back from my trip that I feel um, really... I took away from uh, the experience and everything, and uh, yeah, if you guys, again, are new to all of these, are, I mean, I, I stutter and I stumble a lot, so you guys will have to get through that, but these are all things you can really listen to in the car and um, listen to in the gym, listen to just in general if you're um, wanting something on in the background or anything, and things I feel like apply to all of our lives, especially those of you who are listening to this that found my channel through my food challenges or through my fitness or through anything, because these are all having to do with fitness, eating, um, food, or uh, just, I mean, things in general that most people within the fitness community slash world really, uh, it applies to you guys or applies to us, us I should say. And um, yeah, and the last little snippet before I got it, kind of dive into all of this is uh, I've been trying to get my RSS feed via podcast podcasts I should say to uh, validate through iTunes and I can't really do it through SoundCloud and I'm just having some issues so if anybody has any suggestions on a different source or a different platform uh, try to do it through my YouTube channel on Electric Talks directly which is probably how you're listening to this but unfortunately it's not working for me so if anybody has any suggestions feel free to let me know because I do not know I'm very uh, not very untechnical but yeah I'm not the most technical in these sorts of situations so anyways guys the first thing I really want to talk about is like my reflection on uh, going over to LA going into uh, the YouTube house and everything for those of you who don't know what the YouTube house is it is essentially uh, a place where every single year YouTubers, uh, usually eight to 10 people kind of live in a little like commune or apartment and pretty much share everything and, um, you know, have a good time with each other. And it kind of sounded weird, but, uh, live with each other pretty much like your roommates in a dorm. And that's pretty much what it was for me, uh, before the LA fit expo, which occurs every year in Los Angeles. And that is what I did. And I uh, was there this year for almost seven days. I had to go leave early. Uh, it's usually a seven or a ten day uh, little um, trip for those who are in it. But I could only do seven because I got to go back work. Go back to work tomorrow. And um, yeah, I mean, for me, it was really the f- 
first time I've, I've spent, um, first time in a long time, I should say, that I spent away from being in a one-bedroom apartment alone to myself uh, in a long time, if that's the right way to put it. And I was with other people that were in the same kind of mode as me in terms of, um, you know, being young, being um, into fitness and being kind of like a entrepreneur, I guess you could say, and developing your own brand. And um, honestly, guys, it was it was something that I I didn't really expect to learn a lot from. I thought I was kind of just going to it with an open mind and be like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm rooming with other people. And I mean, I got my own bedroom and everything. And um, actually, my roommate was a guy named Craig, who's an awesome, awesome guy is over from the UK. And that I mean, it, ironically, and strangely enough, it wasn't like a huge thing for me, really, it was actually almost strange how normal it felt. And it kind of made me really wonder if I I mean, I could get along with another roommate and if I should get another roommate because as many of you may know I live by myself I don't live with anybody else and so I don't really get a lot of human interaction and I've talked a lot about about well I don't like to do that I've talked a lot about I should say uh human interaction how important it is for those who deal with depression like myself admittedly I do go through depressing depressive bouts in my life and um it really brings you out of it it does. And I don't care if you're an introvert, you're an extrovert, you say you're an introvert, but you're really an extrovert, or you're an extrovert and you say you're an introvert. Being around people, um, whether you hate them or you love them, will uh, help you get out of depression. And um, I mean, unless those people are toxic to your life and are constantly bringing you down. Obviously, there's exceptions to the rule. But yeah, I would, I would say that that was the biggest thing that, that kind of brought I mean this trip really brought a lot of happiness to, into my life it made me really realize um, all the true potential that I have and um, made me really want to do more this year I mean I started this year and uh, I had like I was I started this year off like every other year honestly guys I you know I start every year going okay I'm gonna do this and this better I'm gonna uh, focus on this more I'm gonna start sending agendas I'm gonna start planning things but I never fall into them I never stick to them and um this podcast, starting this series, was something that I told myself I'd do, and I ended up starting it. Um, and I mean, little things like that really kind of um, make me move forward, and they help me. Um, I mean, they give me hope because I, I think about every. I mean, all the things about myself that I want to change on a daily basis. I'm going to stop procrastinating. I want to start. Uh, changing the amount um, I mean a big thing is the amount of like desire I have to do things um, the effort I give towards things um, how much thought and care I give towards things like I, I feel like I'm very I, I take a lot of things for granted um, I have such a nice apartment I have so many awesome people around me that love and care about me that want me to succeed and I have a body that's functioning I have my health that's functioning, um, maybe not so well right now because I'm sick, but I don't really give a lot of thought to those a lot, and um, I really need to start doing that. I need to start waking up every day, really, I mean, setting an agenda for what I want to accomplish for the day, but um, you know, I do need to start making an effort to start changing um, the approach I take towards life, and I feel like 
if you're listening to this, if you don't do that, I mean, I mean, jump on with me. Set set a goal for yourself. Um, moving forward with the the house and everything, it, it made me um, realize that a lot of the people that I watch on YouTube, I watch on a computer screen, likely likely the same as you watching me on your computer screens or listening to me. Um, you put them on a pedestal. Um, maybe you guys don't put me on a pedestal, but you see them as people without flaws. And, um, you know, we live in a world where um, every sort, I mean, it's easy to mask and hide imperfections, especially within the fitness community, within uh, YouTube. Pardon my, <laughs> forgot to turn my sound off on my main computer, but um, it's easy to mask those things. And so, one instance that really, struck me and um i mean because you go to the la fit expo and it's basically a fitness expo where you walk around and you meet people that you see on youtube that you see in um you know in different magazines or whatever and mainly youtube stuff honestly and um for myself walking around meeting subscribers that are like holy shit you're eric the electric i watch you on youtube blah 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 um you know, it's awesome to get to meet you. I mean, I got to sign somebody's weightlifting belt. That was so cool. I've never had anybody had me like sign something before. Um, you know, I'm one of those people that people are like, holy shit, I watch you on TV or on uh, YouTube. That's awesome, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I'm a person full of imperfections, full of imperfections. If somebody wants to come up to me and say, holy, well, crap, you know, you're you're way shorter than I would have imagined, which has been said before, or you you look a lot older than I thought. You look a lot younger than I thought. I mean, it's, it's completely expected. But I got to have um, a conversation with um, somebody that I've looked up to for years. Like, I mean years. Um, I trained the day after the LA Fit Expo at a place called Barbell Brigade, and both, um, or I should say, a, a, an individual named Matt Ogus was there and a guy named Lane Norton was also there. They came in after I started and Chris Lovato, they're big fitness guys. And so the day before at the expo, I saw Matt and Chris up on the Gymshark stage slash booth, just kind of, I mean, lines and lines and lines of people were standing to wait for Matt. And he literally just casually walks into the gym the next day, sets his gym bag down. I mean, he has over 500,000 subscribers on YouTube. People have been watching him for years and are waiting in lines to meet him. And I just went up to him and I go, hey, Matt, like, just want to introduce myself. Like, I'm a big subscriber of yours. I'm a big fan. And I just wanted to tell you that, you know, you make awesome content and I really appreciate it. And, you know, he took time to just talk to me and ask me about my life and everything. And I, I, I saw him as not the Matt Ogus that wasn't on or that was on the pedestal in front of lines and lines of people, but as just another human being, you know, as just another person. And the same goes for Lane Norton. Uh, who's a, a you know a renowned coach and you know has a PhD. He's just a really smart guy, but uh, I didn't really have a conversation with him. But I just got to meet him and everything. Um, and I mean, I got to meet Jerry Ward, or I should say, talk to Jerry Ward again. I had probably out of all those three or four, he was. I had like a twenty minute conversation with him. He's just such an awesome guy. But these people, everybody that we look at and we see as people like without imperfections or without perfections, I should say are just normal people. It's crazy. You know, it really is crazy. Like I, as you're listening to my voice right now, am just a normal person. I'm literally that normal. And when you go on Instagram, you scroll through your feed, you see these people with these fitness companies 
that are um, you know they're posing they're um, spending you know <laughs> they're spending money on apps on their phones to tune their face to uh, to blot out blemishes to Photoshop their abs to make themselves look thinner um, they're doing all these things excuse me that <laughs> in my opinion are just borderline just I mean they're pathetic um, obviously within context they're trying to make themselves look better in their shoots to get more money it all kind of boils down to money I could go on and on that's not what the point of this little rant is but it really is it, it's eye-opening to see how uh, genuine these people are and uh, you begin to see them more as an individual and not as a uh, celebrity slash um, icon slash legend whatever you want to say and uh, that was the biggest thing I took away from the expo. It, granted, you know, meeting YouTube um, subscribers and everything is awesome. But it, whether it was, you know, a subscriber of mine telling me, you know, that he had been a, a subscriber since a few years ago or since I was at like 5,000 subs versus if it was just me talking to Matt Ogus, I realized that like every conversation that I have day to day, I have conversations with individuals, not individuals that are... Um, celebrities or of higher status than any other person like as soon as you're born on this earth in my opinion you are born as as flesh and bone um you are you you know as as, as cliche as that sounds it's 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 the truth uh, another thing a lot of people have been asking me about is uh social eating and eating within uh, a, a house like the youtube house because it is a house full of uh, vegans and non-vegans i guess you can put it that way and it's really funny how people think that automatically that makes you or that makes there be controversy or um, problems that arise and it's actually funny because there was literally no controversy or problems at all people bought what they needed to buy at the store we went out to vegan and non-vegan places and if there were non-vegan places there's always options everybody you don't necessarily have to uh, go oh crap it's not vegan i'm not gonna be able to eat here so i have to fast that's like if that was me if I was vegan in the past, I would have done that. I would have just fasted through the meal and I would have just eaten what I wanted when I got home. And that's just not a healthy and rational way to deal with something at all. You know, you can always have alternatives if you have some special sort of diet or lifestyle choice that you want to do and you don't have to make it impact the people around you. Um, and it's, this isn't really a vegan debate or a non-vegan debate, whether you think it's ethical or not. But it, I guess, I mean, there's different types of vegans that I've ran into on this planet. I mean, the militant ones that will sit in front of you if you're at a Carl's Jr. and tell you you're a horrible person for ordering the, that burger. I've seen videos of militant vegans sitting down in, in, in subways, um, subway restaurants where, you know, there's 8 to 10-year-old kids with a sandwich and telling them that they're, you know they should really think twice about eating that sandwich that they're gross for eating. It's like, you know, I've, I've seen some pretty nasty stuff in my day. Um, you know, and that's just personally, like, that's my opinion on it. You know, if you listen to this podcast and you're a vegan and you disagree with me, I, I'm, you know, that's, I'm not going to say I'm sorry because I'm not, but that's just the way I, I think of it. That's my opinion. Um, I did leave the YouTube house with, um, a new perspective on plant-based eating and veganism and I do plan on doing more of it because I feel like I I learned a lot. I listened to a very a girl um, that came to the YouTube house um, called Raw Alignment. Her YouTube channel name is is Raw Alignment, and her name is Elise. And she just has so much. She's just she had such an interesting perspective on things, and I learned a lot from her. And so 
um, she inspired me to to do more uh, with that and um, I feel like I can do more so um, the next thing I want to talk about is earning your food I feel like this is something that is prevalent with me I don't know uh, if, it, if you're listening to it thinking um, just just think about it though like think about your your approach to to your calorie intake to your your diet um, I just, you know, being completely honest, guys, I have a huge problem with this. I always really have, especially this really comes, I feel like it goes hand in hand with those who practice sorts of fasting, who like to have bigger meals, more volume, um, in their meals. And it's, it's something that, um, like if I never had found the world of fitness and, and working out and intermittent fasting, all these different methods of, of eating, uh, I, I don't think I really ever would have had to deal with it. Um, at the end of the day, my belief always goes back to food is something, I mean, obviously you should never treat as a reward. I've said numerous times, don't don't put it on a pedestal. Don't see it as something that um, you have to, to do hours of cardio to earn. Like you don't have to earn a cookie. A cookie is, is flour, sugar, butter, you know, eggs. <laughs> it's those things. It's not, it's not something that's, uh, you know, it's not money. <laughs> Like you can, it's something you put in your mouth and you, you crap out. Like it's, it's, it's going to go through you. I mean, um, it's, it's, it has no value to you in the grand scheme of things. Um, you're not going to, to pass away and have, um, have it read on your gravestone. I had that cookie or I didn't have that cookie. It's, it's literally so unimportant. You know, I remember, Back when I got out of treatment and I had like a really tough day and um, there was, you know, it was pretty much like a one of those situations when you're going through an eating disorder when you have an article of food at the table and especially if it's like a family event um, around you and there's there's food and it's kind of like a birthday party and there's cake there, um, which kind of applies to this too. It's like I was pretty much forced into eating the cookie, long story short, and I had second thoughts about it and afterwards I realized that like there was no like there was no nobody forcing me to eat the cookie but i realized that it's it's a cookie like if it was a four-year-old kid he'd grab the cookie and be like okay cool i didn't have to go uh run four miles before after to to negate that cookie it's like it's it's really counterintuitive and actually detrimental to to have a sort of mindset towards food because if you think about it I mean, at least if I'm thinking about it, I think of the fact that it's not going to be sustainable. Like, who wants to live the rest of their life earning the food that they eat, guys? Like, honestly, if you want to start and end each day thinking about what you're able to eat or not eat, you are going to drive yourself batshit crazy. I don't care who you are. That's just the way it's going to be. You are going to drive yourself ballistic. I dealt with this for such a long time. I felt like I was constantly on almost like a hamster on a, on a on a wheel just like going and going and going and going and going and it's like I would you know for the house for perfect example um I'm I mean I'm mainly a guy I probably had the most activity levels or the highest activity levels out of everybody in that house and just seeing them wake up every day you know have breakfast go to the gym come home film you know film at the gym whatever but seeing how they're so in shape like the people around me um they're so in shape their you know body fat levels are so low and they have such high amounts of muscle mass and even the people at the expo 
and they don't have this type of mindset you know i assume they don't maybe they do but it's perfectly realistic to think that you don't have to think of food this way and you can still be healthy and you can still look healthy fitness you know insert you know whatever you want to say right here in in terms of being uh in shape i hate to like tie terms to that or think in terms of of that but you guys get what i what i mean there um but yeah i mean the house taught me a lot everybody and this is kind of what i wanted to close with is that it is a new year and i said numerous times uh in actual videos of mine if you guys have checked out my channel uh, that this year is the year I turned 24 years old and I feel like it's the year that I finally grow up. Uh, I was driving home last night and I was thinking about like, and it's a pretty decently long drive from Los Angeles to San Diego, but I was thinking about all of the, the obligations, the things I have to do. I got to go back to work the next day. I got to file taxes. I got to do, I got to deal with taxes this year. I got school coming up. I don't want to be alone. I want to have a girlfriend. I want to do all of these things. A huge thing with me is that I constantly overthink things and I, I cause myself such large amounts of anxiety over things that I really, I mean, I don't have a lot of control over, you know? Some of them I do, some of them I don't, but I overthink and overanalyze nearly everything about my life and that's a big thing that I want to change this year. And so, you know, it is a new year and I feel like it's time for me to to do more of these things, to go to places like LA, to realize that it's it's okay to to venture into the unknown. Like a huge thing with me, like for example, like I'll go home every night and I feel like I have to do something productive that night. I have to end the day with something productive. I have to do something productive just in general for the day. You know, for example, like today I woke up, um, you know, I edited and posted a video and that was like my productive thing for the day, but I need to just have days where I don't do things like that, where it's okay to just live. No one is, 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 is sitting in a chair waiting to grade me after my day to, um, tell me that I, I failed or I succeeded with the day. It's not about that. Life is, is meant to be sporadic, which is another thing I need to get better at is just doing sporadic things like going up to LA and doing this, you know, um, and realizing that the world is going to be okay. I'm going to be okay at the end of the day. So um, that's mainly the the two things I wanted to, or I should say three things I mainly wanted to cover with this podcast. Everybody is, um, you know, the the expo and the YouTube house and the whole vegan thing and how that actually went and everything and also uh, earning food and how detrimental that could be and also the new year and what I want to do. And um, I, I went to and trained at Barbell Brigade like I mentioned and saw Matt and, and Lane Norton and everything. And, um, I feel like now I've, I've developed more of this relaxed slash it's going to be okay toward, toward like mindset. And, and it's kind of hard to put into words really, but I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm motivated more than ever, even though I'm, I'm definitely sick right now or I'm being dramatic, but I'm pretty sick. But I, all the things I've done in the past are just things I've done in the past. I feel like I'm, I want to live each day as much as I can and be in the present be more mindful, be more spiritual. And so those are some of the goals I have this year. So hope you guys have enjoyed the podcast, everybody. And I definitely uh, hope this new format works and everything. I'm able to post this. Let me know down in the comments. If you guys have any questions or things you want me to cover, I will address questions in the next podcast. Thanks for watching, everybody. And stay tuned for the next one. Thanks.